0: Hey Goddess, welcome back to The Goddess Experience, the only podcast dedicated to helping you raise your vibration so that you may live your best life for your highest and greatest good and harming none. In today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about embodiment, which is a more serious conversation than I had been expecting for this episode but it's a really important one especially when it comes to trauma recovery. So before we begin today's episode I do have a story and then we'll hear a word from our sponsor and then we'll dive in. This morning on my way to record this episode I was silently contemplating how to go about this episode, sipping some throat coat tea. Love that stuff. And for the first time since I've started doing this podcast, which has been about three years now, as I was walking to my studio, a bird flew into my neighbor's fence and it wasn't just any bird it was a robin and it didn't fly and like latch onto the fence like the other little chickadees and stuff do throughout the day this robin full bore just all of a sudden there's extra bumps and thumps oh my gosh smack dab into the fence and kind of like fell-ish into my yard. Turned out that this Robin was a uh, teenager, an adolescent. You could tell that It's adult his, it was a male, I keep wanting to call it a female just for all things goddess experience, but it was definitely a male Robin with the red breast um, so that I could tell it was symbolizing new beginnings. And this adolescent Robin was still shedding its baby feathers and it sat in my yard for a second, just like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And I looked over and I said, are you okay, baby? And he sat there for a second. And then another robin flew up to my neighbor's tree, which had probably been the the landing point, the goal. And the robin who had fell flew up and landed in the tree with its companion. And so before we begin today's episode, I want to remind you, and the universe wants to remind you, that you may fail, you may hurt yourself, you may miss your mark, but what's important is that you get back up and try again, because if you don't try again, then you're sitting in some yard that you would never intended to be in, when your tree branch is just one more try away, just one more try. So whatever it is that you are doing, working on, going through, whatever pain point you might have currently, just remember that you may fail. That is a part of the learning process It does not mean that you should give up. It means that you should try again with a different approach, with a different perspective, so that you can actually make it to where you are wanting to go. And remember that you have support. It was very important that this Robin was cheered on by another Robin. He flew into my yard alone, fell. It sounded, oh, the rattle of the fence, man. And his friend was like, hey bud, no, look, this is how you do it. Whew. Totally achievable, get up here. And the robin did it. So just remember to take a few breaths, regroup yourself it's okay to need to pause after you fall but get back up and try again that's a part of this whole trauma recovery thing that's a part of like wish fulfillment dream fulfillment manifestation and that was the message that the universe wanted me to bring you this morning before even starting the actual episode so Let's hear a word from our beautiful sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Arian Rights Studios and Arianrights.com. ArianRights.com is what I like to call the mothership. There you will find all of the Arian Rights books, both paperback and ebooks, as well as Arian Rights wearables you will not find anywhere else. Check out the recently launched goddess frame of mind collection and don't forget to sign up for the newsletter to find out when the next collection launches thank you for tuning in let's get back to today's episode so i was listening to an episode of we can do hard things with glennon doyle which i will link in the description box And that particular episode was about embodiment. I had forgotten how important it is to be fully embodied until I listened to this episode. And it's not because I live my state in a disassociative way. It's because I have been fully embodied for quite some time and have forgotten what it's like to want to separate yourself from your earthly vessel. And let me tell you, there was a period of time where I definitely did not want to be embodied. And so, what embodiment Is how they explain it in the episode that I listened to, is when you are fully in your being from your head to your toes. That's it. And I didn't really think about it, but the women in the podcast were, um, I think two out of the three, or possibly all three, were in recovery or had recovered from eating disorders and the woman that they were interviewing who I cannot remember the name of and cannot look up at this time but like I said I will link it down in the description box. The woman that they had been interviewing had mentioned that her therapist had been the one to bring up the topic of embodiment and maybe not so much in those terms but she had the experience of a few weeks into her therapy sessions her therapist stopped and asked her to take a moment to be aware of her body posture and she said that in the first few sessions of therapy she had been in her chair with her feet up on the chair, knees pulled close to her chest, trying to make herself as small as possible, which makes sense for someone with an eating disorder where they think they need to be thinner. They're just trying to get their body to be as small as possible at all times is the way that they explained it. And I've never had that kind of eating disorder. I've never wanted to lose weight. I'm actually um, very proud to be slim thick and a little curvaceous but my heart went out because a i'd never understood the mindset of an eating disorder and the way that they explained like anorexia and bulimia was that they wanted to detach themselves from their body make their bodies as small as possible Uh, make their bodies go away less so about like oh i want to be skinny and pretty and want people to pay attention and more like i want this thing that i'm unhappy with to vanish and her therapist had pointed out that at this point in the recovery the woman had opened herself up, she was sitting with her feet on the floor, her back was straight, she was making better eye contact, and it was a complete transformation from the woman who had walked into that office a few weeks previous. This may get a little heavy, and I probably should have put a trigger warning in the actual intro, Um, but that's why we're here is to kind of poke our triggers a little bit and then rub salt in that old wound to help it heal so (sighs) about two years into my abusive relationship i was severely depressed about my situation and did not want to be on the earth anymore and so my disembodiment came in the form of popping acetaminophen just handfuls of acetaminophen every single day and interestingly enough there is no evidence saying that the issues that i am having right now are related to that abuse on my body all those years ago but I am having some health issues recently and that's part of the reason why I had to go to monthly episodes instead of weekly or bi-weekly is because with my health stuff going on I do not have the energy to produce content the way I used to which makes me really sad but eventually one day This will be the only thing that I have to do um, is podcasting and writing and music. And so one day, eventually, we will get back into, you know, at least bi-monthly episodes. But for right now, I'm going through some stuff. (laughs) I still work and I need to take some of my load off of myself. So there's no indication that what I'm going through now is related to what I did to myself then, but it's really hard not to feel like uh, my body (laughs) is partially recovering from that self abuse. And of course, the reason why I was taking acetaminophen was because I was in so much pain, emotional pain, physical pain from my abuser that I just wanted to numb it out. And it's so silly because when I talk about this, of course, you know, people typically think that when you have a pill problem, it's some kind of pharmaceutical or whatever. They do not ever consider the issue with over the counter non steroidal anti inflammatories. So that's what I was doing because that was the most accessible to me while I was in high school. Um, Everybody had it everywhere. Like my ex boyfriend's mom had the biggest container of acetaminophen that they could find because they you know had health problems they were a big family blah 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 so it really wasn't that suspicious if i was taking a few here and there and then had my own because i could buy it myself you can buy acetaminophen as a, a teenager it's just headache medication but you should not take handfuls of it at a time and so i was numbing myself out because i was in pain i didn't want to exist anymore and it's that i didn't want to exist anymore and that's when you become disembodied because you try in your mental illness to disassociate who you are from the body that you are in and it was everything i could do to turn off feeling who i was in my recovery though after i had met pumpkin and was becoming healthier um we Immediately, like, started going to concerts and festivals when we were dating. We didn't go on like dates to restaurants. We were going to venues and festivals and, ah, oh, you know, just sowing wild oats all over the place and dancing. And when I was at one of my festivals, one of my first festivals, I fell in love with the, um, flow arts like staff spinning, poi, hula hooping, all that jazz. I am all about it. Juggling. Oh, all day long. Um, and so for a period of time, a really long time, I was healing myself through flow arts. And so we got back from that festival where I had the life-changing moment of seeing all it was it was honestly my first music festival it was an EDM festival it was themed everybody was dressed in costume it was in the middle of the woods and there was fire spinners okay and so I got home from this festival and we immediately figured out how we could like build PVC pipe staffs for spinning and I built one for myself because I'm a foot shorter than pumpkin and one for pumpkin and we would you know spin in the yard and then eventually i got into hula hooping which i was really resistant to because in my early youth one of the toxic things that i had was like judging women and from the the women hula hooping that i had seen it was all like scantily clad super sexy blah 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 well yes yeah the circle is feminine energy it is supposed to bring out your sexy side it does not matter if you are in full sweat pant drip or a bikini it is going to be sexy so it took a while for me to finally give in to the hula hooping but once i finally did because i realized that who i am and what i needed to do the hula hoop is also a very beginner flow art it is super basic compared to like juggling or staff or poi Um, everybody's different but the hula hoop teaches you how to move again the hula hoop puts you back in your body And as a child, I've always enjoyed moving. One of my favorite childhood memories is doing a workout VHS. I almost said DVD, but it was the fricking 90s and early 2000s. So it was a Paula Abdul workout tape. And me and my mom would do workout tapes. We would do dance workout routines. And from a very early age, I've known the importance of moving my body and how it makes me feel so the hula hoop was really easy for me to pick up because i already have like a dance background i would kind of say and i would just put on headphones and spin and spin and spin and it would make me cry and it would make me laugh and it would just do all sorts of things and i didn't realize until a couple years into my hula hoop journey that I was also healing my trauma by going into a flow state, which is where your brain shuts off and you are just acting on instinct and living in the moment. And it releases all of these beautiful neurochemicals in your brain, one of which is the one that helps you forget. And when I started doing the research for ptsd healing is right around the time when i started looking into what this flow state was doing for me Um, there was a book called the rise of the superman i think i will link it down in the description box as well that i read it's about extreme sports but it explains the flow state really really well And it's where I learned everything that I know about how flow state can help you heal. And that is the biggest thing, is that these little things that we do can be detrimental or completely beneficial to who we are, depending on what we are doing. And so if you are in a place where you're completely disembodied, you don't know what to do... um, and you just laze around, you tell yourself how horrible you are, you eat bad food, and you just continue to poison yourself, yeah, you're not going to have a, a recovery at all, honestly. Um, but if you take the steps to live in the moment, be who you need to be, and explore you know what else is out there, figure out how you can heal, it is incredible. So for me, I have a really non-traditional journey with PTSD because I don't go to a therapist. I have done a lot of research and self-teaching and trial and error. And so my first recommendation, if you have been through something like I've been through, is to go to a therapist. Um, Seeking professional help is always going to be the best, and especially if you can get a jump on it from the moment you get out of your relationship or the moment that you realize that you have trauma that you need to deal with. It would be a lot easier than trying to jump into therapy several years into doing the self help method. Um, so the reason why I didn't go to therapy was because I was 18, I was broke, (laughs) and I, you know, had distractions around me to help when, um pumpkin and i started being embodied was when we started changing our diet from complete trash to holistic Um, because when you change your diet from complete trash to holistic you start feeling some things and then you start feeling better and when you start feeling better then you notice what all you've turned off just to function um it's the same thing that I experienced when I went to the chiropractor a couple of years ago I was all bound up I you know had this pain but I didn't know how to deal with it and then I had like a a hot spot on my foot and I was finally like, okay, I need medical intervention. And when the chiropractor cracked my back for the first time, I felt like a superhero because everything had been so out of whack and I had just completely turned it off. I didn't realize how much anxiety and pain I'd been walking around with for all that time until it was turned off and then my body could breathe and I could remember like, oh yeah, this is what it's like to feel good from your head to your toes. So, the embodiment journey is an all encompassing one. You have to think about what you're eating, so, what you're putting inside of your body, what you're wearing. Honestly, like this even goes into the bra conversation. We're gonna get there. Um, so if you're a closer, comfortable if you you know whether it's it doesn't matter the cut of it the style of it that's not what i'm talking about if you can move freely if you don't feel constricted by what you're wearing that is what is important if you feel comfortable if you feel like you can move you can focus on what you're doing that is part of being embodied part of being embodied is moving and so the nice thing about the hula hoop is that It is a constant massage, it rotates around your body, and because it rotates around your body in different places, you have this constant reminder, okay, thump, 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 I have hips, thump, 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 I have a waist, thump, 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 I have a chest, thump, 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 I have wrists. Some people can leg hula hoop and I never got there, Um, you know, thump, 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 twirling around my fingers, thump, 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 pass behind my back from one hand to the other, it it really takes you out of your headspace and into your body space and so especially if for whatever reason you have decided not to go to therapy i highly recommend you pick up a hula hoop if you are a beginner at moving and you want to do full body hula hooping you will need to pick a hula hoop that is about two inches above your navel if you are an intermediate mover say you dance a little bit here and there you're safe to go and get a hula hoop that is the measurement from the floor to your belly button and if you're like one of the really advanced people which i don't know if you would even need this advice at that point um, you can go ahead and get a hula hoop that is two inches below your navel for the um, body hula hooping And then for arm hula hooping, you want to make sure that your smaller hoops are no longer than your um, wingspan on one side. So like the measurement from your shoulder to your fingertips is what you would want to do for an arm and hand hula hoop. So on my hula hooping journey, I became very passionate about it. I learned all about the ptsd recovery side of things and wanted to start coaching and then i realized that i'm not really that like i just learned how to be in my body i'm not really that comfortable teaching other people how to be in their bodies in that you know direct hula hoop coaching way this is a much better thing for me to spend my time on is talking to you and then you can go forth. There's plenty of hula hoop instructors and so on and so forth on YouTube and Instagram and probably Snapchat, probably TikTok, which I don't even want to say that word because I'm not a TikToker and honestly, TikTok is banned in the state that I live in. So um, anyways, there's plenty of other people who can teach you how to hula hoop if you are intrigued by this, but Um, eventually I got to the point where I could put the hula hoop down because I didn't need to be embodied anymore and I have other ways of finding the flow state. You can- flow state is ubiquitous. You can literally find flow state anywhere. It is in cooking, it is in gardening, it is in writing, it is even in driving. Like, you really don't have to be dancing to find flow state. And with all of my back problems, recently. I am incredibly embodied because I don't like being in pain. I don't like it when my back hurts. I I don't like feeling weak. And so as a conscious decision to save money and not have to go to the chiropractor at all or on any kind of consistent basis, I've started working out. I have some right size bras on order because i've been wearing the wrong size bra for my entire life and i am not a 36c i am a 32 double d which is a sister size to 36c but is going to fit me completely different because the way that my chest is built is different from a woman who has a 36c sized chest When I do not stand up straight, my back yells at me. When I do stand up straight, there might be a little pop and that's how I know I'm getting in the right place. I am discovering that because I have been wearing the wrong bra for my whole entire life, I have been holding myself in a horrific posture before my accidents that caused me to have this bad back. And now that I have this bad back, I have to be hyper-focused on my body at all times because honestly i want to be this hot little fairy goddess until i'm 120 years old so i have to keep my back straight hold my shoulders in the right position head held high and i probably look up a year than i've ever looked in my entire life but that doesn't matter because my back wants me to do this my neck my shoulders my base where my neck meets my back is a lot happier when i am standing the right way and i never would have realized that if i hadn't gone to the chiropractor never would have realized how much my bra was hurting my back if i hadn't had my back put back into place it's all about being in your body before we go i just want to tell you how much i love you for being here Um, Another journey in embodiment has been me dealing with my health issues recently and having to um, discern when to go to the doctor and stop like drinking tea because I feel bad. You know, sometimes sometimes being embodied means you go and get help Um, and to close out because I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. Um, this podcast went a lot of places, and we are over the 20 minute mark. So before before we sign off, I just want to say that it's been a while since we've had like an exercise for this podcast, but um, go dance, go dance or go put your hands in some dirt, go play in the sand at the beach, go dig a garden, go buy a hula hoop and try it out do something to get in your body this month that is what i would like you to do i love you so much goddess please go get your copy of the goddess frame of mind which is available at all good bookstores for free for free download it now for free anywhere that you usually download books Or you can go to arianwrites.com, which is E-I-R-I-A-N-W-R-I-T-E-S.com and use code G-F-O-M-D-L to either download your digital copy from my website for free or get $1.99 off of shipping of a physical book because I want you to have your Goddess Frame of Mind handbook with you at all times, readily available. So this book is always free and that Goddess Frame of Mind specialty code for listening to the podcast never expires. I love you so much, Goddess. I hope you have a fantastic month. We'll meet back here in August. And until next time, may peace, love, light, and happiness always be with you. Ciao. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Goddess Frame of Mind. As a token of my appreciation, I would like to personally invite you to join the Aryan Rights Forum. I have built a decentralized place for us to hang out, free from the typical social media overlords, and I would love to keep talking with you about today's episode now that you're done listening. Head over to arianwrites.com slash forum. That's e i r i a n w r i tes.com backslash f-o-r-u-m so that you can chat and congregate with the other goddesses in our tribe. I hope to see you there.